Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Bolting. Now, Chris Alford's been able to peel off the back of McGlovin. McGlovin straightens in front. Wobbly now comes out after it. McGlovin tackled by Wobbly. Elder Tess still running on. Wobbly hit the front. McGlovin fighting back. Elder Baron Tess late. Wobbly poked its head in front. And Wobbly's going to come down and score. Second placing McGlovin. Third Elder yeah, Baron Wobbly Tess. back in the winner's circle. Chris Barsby joins me. Good morning, Chris. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Always a horse that had a boom on it some seasons ago and got up at double-figure odds, or each-way odds, I should say, about $7 at Ballarat there the other night. Wobbly. Yeah, yeah. surprisingly, Steve, that was his first win this year. He's won 24 from 54. His earnings sit just shy of half a million dollars, but it was great to see him back in the winner's circle. So he was able to get the job done. The other feature event on that night from Ballarat, the Sokiola Sprint, that was won by Gillaby Bandit. He was able to clock 155. This was the race where we were meant to see copy that start uh, following his unplaced effort the week prior in the Cranbourne Cup. But he was a late scratching copy that. And uh, he's out of action, unfortunately, for the foreseeable future. Any further details on that? What sort of injury he may have suffered, Chris? Well, Steve, we'll go straight to the source. Because oh, okay. Merv Butterworth, his owner, is about to join us first up this morning. He's online with us now. Merv? Appreciate the time. What is the latest with Copy That? How are you, Chris? I'm very well. Chris, he's got a a, um, a hairline fracture of his outer outside splint bone. It was caused by him lashing out with the leg. He felt us on top of the world, and Ray put him out into a, a small yard. And he simply lashed out with his off hind and hit the metal rail and um, and became lame. Um, we took him to the Ballarat Veterinary Practice yesterday, had him x-rayed. He was very, very sore. Uh, we saw the injury on the screen. And um, he'll have three weeks recuperating x-rays in two weeks to see if the bone is knitting back in a healing process and then x-rayed another couple of weeks later and all in all it will be four months before he starts any return to uh, to training that's bitterly disappointing news i'm sure you would have been devastated yesterday uh i've come i've I've come to learn that horses make fools out of men. Um, it was disappointing. We'd mapped out some nice races for him. Um, it caused me to have another red wine. <laughs> or two. Um, just so disappointing <laughs> because Cranbourne was just so out of character and then to have this injury, uh, you know, just come out of nowhere... And given what's currently in front of him, you were here for the Hunter Cup. You had options of going back to Auckland for a shot at the Auckland Cup. You've got that new race over there in New Zealand as well at Cambridge. So you had so much to look forward to, but as you just outlined, he's going to be off the scene for quite some time. Yes, he won't be racing now until July, August. So, so we'll be... 
you, you don't shouldn't even dream about long term plans because you can be disappointed. The, the next future, unfortunately, we'll miss the Queensland Carnival. Um, so it'll be the New Zealand Cup once again. Okay. What was what was the reaction? Obviously disappointment, but Ray Green, his trainer, his best friend, you could say. What what was the reaction from Ray? Well, he's a very practical, down-to-earth, black-and-white bloke that doesn't doesn't aim to um, tell you anything except reality. He said, that's horses. Um, his biggest issue is twofold. He hasn't got the horse to train because we can't move the horse from his rehabilitation area. And um, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, Ray's favourite lady, made an announcement last Wednesday or Thursday to say that no Kiwi can enter New Zealand until the 28th of February um, because of the COVID situation. So despite Ray being fully vaccinated, um, he's outside of New Zealand and he can't return to New Zealand until the end of February. So he's gotten from nearly the beginning of January to the end of February, twiddling his fingers and thumbs. So what will he do then? He said he'd think about it overnight. I said, I think you might need a night or two. Um, we've invited him to stay at our house. Um, um, He's got a car at his disposal. So I guess it'll become a, um, a practising Victorian for a while. Mm. And his team back home, it's not a small team. He's got a number of horses in work. Uh, he's got a very good team of people to look after the horses. He's in daily contact via phone and text, email. He's, um, he's done it before. And not for that long. He's trained Auckland from from Addington, where we had copy that. He's um, been to Australia many times, kept the team going. He, he he knows the caper and knows what what's expected. Okay, can, can I ask this move? Is there a silver lining in the fact that his tendons are? Uh, uh, 100% okay. You know, if he was to have an injury, is this the one you would rather have, obviously, compared to having a tendon injury? The tendons are the nightmare of horsemen. Um, some of us pray and dream that a tendon issue is uh, recoverable. You hear about blokes having miracles, but very rarely does a tendon. They, they usually fail again, and and if if it doesn't fail, the other leg has a tendon issue because the horse offsets its weight onto the other leg, and therein lays an additional problem. So a, a bone that can heal itself, a bone fracture that can heal itself, far better than a tendon issue. Okay, so looking at the the upside. 
the fact that he's still a young horse, he's only just five years of age, this could easily prove to be a blessing in disguise. Is that one way we can look at it? Yes, he's only had 45 starts, um, 24 wins. Um, he's still learning. He's still growing. Um, he'll make a wonderful stallion for a stud sooner or later. Um, not sooner, not 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 this year, that's for sure. But um, it's definitely a blessing in disguise, except we've, we've missed out on these races that we programmed. Okay. So it's all about we can just focus on New Zealand Cup for 2022. Yes. Yes. Okay. And bearing in mind he started favourite last year with that aborted stand, stand start. Um, and this year he was second or third favourite, which he won quite easily. So there's no reason why he shouldn't be one of the favourites for the next New Zealand Cup. Well, Merv, really appreciate the time this morning. Fingers crossed that it is a, a really big and quick recovery for Copy That because uh, he's one of the stars of the sport. There's no doubt about it, not only here in Australia, but in New Zealand as well. So we've got to have these horses on the track and performing. So he's hoping that it does recover uh, really quickly and we'll see him back at the track sooner rather than later. But really appreciate the time and update this morning. And Chris, thank you. Really appreciate appreciate your good thoughts. Thank you. Merv Butterworth joining us, Steve. Yeah, it sounds uh, pretty nasty, doesn't it? But he's, so what's the best case scenario there? He said four months off and then New Zealand Cup. So what's the date of that, Chris, later in the year? You're saying might be a yeah, target? Yeah, November, the second Tuesday in November. Okay. All right. But uh, let's hope he gets through that. So splint bone, a hairline fracture there, the outside splint bone. But let's grab T- Talia McMullen on mobile rolling. Well, Talia McMullen has a really good book of drives coming through tonight at Albion Park. We've got a 10-race program. Action starts at 5.14. And by the look of it, Talia is going to be right in the thick of the action because she's got several key drives. And we start with race one, number eight, Di Kerry. Talia, appreciate the time. All right. Uh, you with us, Talia? Yeah, I'm here. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Jai Kerry in race one tonight, Talia. He's had the two runs for you in Trent, and both runs have been a really good place, third on each occasion. Could tonight be yeah. his night? Yeah, he's been racing really good, and he's got a nice trailing draw tonight. So with a bit of luck his way, I think he'll be right in it. Okay. The first up third was really good, I thought. Really savaged the line. What did you make of the last start if it went third again? I think he's a lot better when they're just running hard the whole way. That first up run when at West Point was in it and there was a very solid tempo that really suited him. So I think he is a lot better when they don't back it off. He kind of is a pretty big horse in one pace and just loves rolling those strong miles. Do you think this race tonight will generate that solid tempo that you're seeking? Probably not as much as I would hope, but... um, I think he should, like, he's still got a nice straw and doesn't have to do much work tonight. So it'll it'll still suit, but I'd love to see him in front rolling along. Do you expect Artful made the lead from barrier one or do you think she'll look for a, a trail? I think it might take a sit, which isn't ideal for us, but um, just having a nice run along the fence is still really good. Okay, well, that's Daikiri race one. Key runner here in race two, Gunanita Margarita. Uh, for yourself and Trent Letherby, this one is first up from New Zealand. She's a, a nicely bred filly as well. 
She's had two trials. What are the expectations here? I think she should run a pretty good race. I think she'll definitely improve off of what she does today. But I think the nice trailing draw definitely suits and um, not expecting too much today. But I wouldn't be surprised if she's right there at the finish and hits the line really good. Okay, she is first up since May. And as I said, she's had those two trials. Does she continue to show improvement with those trials and with her track work? Yeah, Trent was really happy with her work the other day and she seems to be improving all the time and um, she's still only a three-year-old filly, so I think in the long run she definitely will improve. I think probably looking at her trials, she's a bit better um, coming off of the helmet, so I think the draw will suit her tonight. Okay. Now, just on that last up trial, she was able to win that trial. She rated 158. She got home in 28. She beat Melton Beach and Delightful Lou. Well, Melton Beach, in his first run back, ran a really good race last week. Delightful Lou, who you line up against here, is one start for one win coming out of that trial. So the form line out of that trial looks really strong. Yeah, her trial was pretty good. And as I said, I think the draw will suit her tonight. So she feels like she's got a good turn of foot when she's coming off of a helmet. So hopefully she'll show that tonight. Okay, without giving too much away, two of the main dangers here look to be Hector, who's in gate one, and Delightful Lou, who's drawn the inside of the second row right behind Hector. With the scratching of Beach on fire, you're two off the second row. Is going three fence an option, or do you want to remain in the moving line? I think it's um, a pretty good option for her first up, and um, if she gets a gap late, then I wouldn't be surprised if she hit the line really nice, because she is working good, and as I said, I think she feels like she'd run a really nice last quarter just coming off of the helmet. So I think three fence probably would be a pretty good option for her, but uh, just have to wait a little bit at the start and make sure that the one doesn't get crossed or something doesn't get in behind Hector as well. Okay. And just for my memory, was it Narissa that had a horse called Margarita or Nita Margarita? Yeah, I think a few people have been a bit confused with it. Um, yeah, Riss and Dad had one called, I think it was called um, Margarita in New Zealand, and then they had to change it to Nita Margarita, and then ours was called Nita Margarita in New Zealand, so we had to change her name to Gonna Nita Margarita. <laughs> right, eh? Well, I'll make sure I get that right tonight. Race number four, <laughs> Buckle Down Buddy, comes up with gate one. First Albion Park start for trainer Peter Mackay. I'll ask this question straight up. Will the big track suit this horse? I think so. Um, at Redcliffe, he didn't get around quite a while ago when I drove him now, but he didn't seem to handle the turns that great. But I quite liked the feel of him, and it's been a while since I've driven him, but... He's got a good gait here, so I think that hopefully there's an improved performance. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked to see him race well. Main dangers obviously look like being speed of sound and she's Kawada T, but the fact that he comes to Albion Park first time, bigger track, uh, he's going to be fitter. The first up effort was at Marburg, unplaced there, but he'll take benefit from that. So he's just going to be in a good spot on the inside. So he's not he's not out of it here. Yeah, I think so. I, I quite liked him when I drove him quite a while ago and hopefully he improves a little bit off of his last start and he'll have a nice nice trailing, a nice draw where we have options and um, probably get a nice sit on something there. Yeah, normally when you combine with Peter Mackay, you, you guys aren't too far away from the action. You, you do have a good rapport together. Yeah, he does a really good job, Peter Mackay. I think he's probably 
one of the underrated trainers, but he's only got a small team, but they always go really good. Yeah, absolutely. Race five tonight, Rancho Man. He's fresh up. We haven't seen him since September. No barrier trials, but he's got gate one. And this is not overly strong, this race. Can he win fresh up? Um, he usually does go pretty good um, first up, but I think he will need a run. But in saying that, it's not an overly tough build for him. So um, if he shows his best foot, then I think he could win. But yeah, may need a bit of uh, fitness first. Are you looking to lead or are you looking for cover first up? Uh, probably um, play it a bit by ear. If he could get an easy lead, then I'd be happy to lead. But um, yeah, he's first up, so don't really want to burn him too hard. I think he's probably better when you don't use him out the gate. So just have to see if there's a lot of pressure or if we can just get an easy lead on him. Okay. Race number six tonight looks just right. This is another one for your dad, John, and first up, but he is a last start winner. And like Rancho, man, he hasn't trialled. What can we expect here fresh up tonight? Oh, he should go pretty good. It's not an ideal barrier. And um, I think he's probably the type of horse that would benefit from a little break. So I think he, he will go pretty good. But, yeah, we'll definitely need a run. And he, he generally goes better when he's had a few starts because he's a bit of a funny horse and runs around a bit and can be a little bit of a headache at times. But he'll probably improve off of the run tonight. Okay, and then you've got to hang around until the last race, and it's intriguing this little last race because it's only a field of six. The two-year-old's here. What a sport on a fairly quick backup. He raced last week, and I thought it was a pass mark. I, I thought the first up run was okay when fit. What can we expect second up tonight with what a sport? Yeah, I was pretty happy with his run last start as long as he handles the backup um, okay, then he should put in a pretty good run he's drawn to but there's no second line so probably just look to tuck him away again but with a bit of luck and in running and things going his way I think he should be a place chance really off of his last start run mm, this just doesn't look any harder than what he met first up yeah that's right and he was pretty good to the line he does have a tendency to get a bit rough and do things wrong and he's still learning but he's definitely improved a lot off of his first trial and and to his last start so i'd expect him to improve again okay what's the pick of your drives at this point for tonight uh probably die carry he's just got a nice trailing draw and still needs a little bit of luck but um yeah he's got the good draw tonight Okay, well, that's for you and your partner, Trent Letherby. No doubt it would have been a good Christmas. Red Castleton, I haven't spoke to you to you since you've been back from Sydney. You were able to claim that uh, trot race on Inter Dominion Grand Final night. Huge thrill, no doubt. Yeah, it was very exciting, especially, um, obviously, his first heat was okay and his second heat at, um, I think it was at Bathurst, the second night, and he went pretty bad and it was pretty disappointing and it's hard to kind of pick yourself back up and uh, I think Trent did a really good job to turn him around in a couple days and get him to run a really nice heat at Newcastle and having some really good closing splits and then to be able to back him up again and, and win on the last Saturday it was pretty awesome. Yeah great perseverance there so he's back in town when do we get to see him next Red Castleton? He had a couple of weeks off and just started jogging um, this week. So probably just bring him back pretty slow and um, 
yeah, he doesn't. We don't usually race him too often. So the fact that he had four four runs in two weeks was a pretty big effort by him. So yeah, no rush to see him back at the track, but he'll get there soon. Okay, now one last question. Jim McNeil trotting series is the, the first big trotting series of the new year here in Queensland. Are you and Trent uh, looking for anything? Uh, have you got an eye on anything for that trotting series? Uh, not really particularly. Um, it would be nice. Um, my mum has bought a trotter and I just love to see how it goes and weigh up if, if it might be a good one for the series. Okay, well, we wish you the best of luck with that, Trotter, and uh, with all of your drives tonight. Really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. Thank you. See ya. There's Talia McMullen joining us, one of the bright lights here in Queensland. And uh, this is a, a fairly interesting card tonight, so hopefully to put us on the right track, racetrack Ralphie, our regular Tuesday man who comes on with a tip for Albion Park, is about to join us now. There's no rest for the wicket as far as racetrack Ralphie is concerned. He joins us now. Ralphie, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. What have you found for tonight's meeting? Um, looking at race four, number eight, she's Koala T. And she's a former, former Bathurst mare, and I reckon she's just ready to go off tonight. She's had uh, four runs locally to date, and she's managed three runner-up efforts, and that includes her last effort last week. Uh, she was a beaten favourite behind So Am I, but they ran that in solid time. I think the small field will suit her tonight. She's the only runner off the second line, and that's going to give uh, Shane Graham plenty of options as well. The main danger looks like it's going to be uh, number two speed of sound. But I think um, she's Koala T has all the qualifications to win tonight. Oh, please. <laughs> Where'd you Very pull that good. from? <laughs> and uh, tonight will be the night for the koala. <laughs> it's hard to bear. All right. How's that? <laughs> Race four, number eight. She's Koala T, the best bet. Was Santa kind to you the other day? Oh, very kind, Chris. Very kind. Okay. So you're you're fresh and charged up, ready for action tonight. Oh, I certainly am. Right, Max, so and look, race. Look, looking Go forward ahead. to Saturday night as well and uh, um, be on track and get into those hamburgers that are coming up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'll touch on that in just a moment. But... Uh, We've got the tip, race four, number eight, she's Koala T. She's got all the qualifications as uh, our man racetrack, Ralphie, just outlined. Ralphie, as always, really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside tonight. Okay, thanks, Chris.